Welcome back. I am Marcus Hawley, Educational Program Manager at the Faith Coordinating Center. And today, uh, for the table talk, we don't have a table, but we do have two <laughs> incredible guests with us. And I'm going to let them introduce themselves, and then we'll jump into this dynamic interview. So why don't we start with Apostle? I'm Apostle Gloria Samuels, and I pastor here locally, Great Commission Community Church Incorporated. And I'm excited about being a part of this initiative. Awesome. Thank you yeah. for being here. My name is uh, Heiwa Nobushi. I am a Buddhist monk, uh, and I'm the director and teacher in residence at Sakvik Space, which is a Buddhist and yoga center, uh, numbering about 10,000 10 to 14,000 square feet facility. And uh, I am super excited about uh, this conversation and this initiative. Awesome. Well, we are definitely glad to have you all here. Um, so we'll go ahead and jump in. So first, I just want to, we have uh, a slogan that we go by with our Faith Ambassadors uh, program or initiative, and it is Faith Against Stigma. So if each of you could tell me, what does Faith Against Stigma mean to you? Let's start with you, Lucy. Faith against stigma. Um, so it clearly uh, identifies that, you know, faith or those religious tenets that we hold true, um, you know, are applicable during the most controversial times of health and natural, you know, scenarios and what have you. So uh, the faith community has a tremendous um, amount of work to do in order to destigmatize, uh, take away from, you know, uh, some of the um, errors of our, you know, talking about HIV and AIDS and things of that sort. So it means that we really have to get, get, get busy and do the okay. work. Yeah. Okay. So. I absolutely agree uh, with um, there has to be something yeah. going against a reteaching. Right. There has to be an unlearning yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, to relearn mm -hmm. uh, for us to uh, display a more humane yeah, I agree. conception to faith um, and take out the judging of others. Mm -hmm. We have a responsibility to the community. Mm -hmm to embrace and uh, as we embrace, it does not mean I'm in agreement with right. everything, right. but as a human, mm -hmm. I have a responsibility for your wellness, mm -hmm. for your care. If I'm gonna say Jesus is effective in the earth. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I just believe that as humans, we need to, as we connect with our faith, we need to understand the responsibility that we have towards humanity. Yeah, absolutely. And it is not always easy conversations. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it is not always easy decisions, mm -hmm. but they are necessary decisions for us to produce better communities. Yeah, right. And um, starting with the conversation to, uh, undemonize mm -hmm. certain mm -hmm. things within our community yeah. is a start. Yeah. 
I am I am grateful to be a part of this conversation because I have a brother mm -hmm. who was diagnosed with HIV and AIDS mm -hmm. years ago who contracted it from his wife. Mm -hmm. And um, so I know what it's like to deal with it from a family yeah, where people, you know, they're afraid to touch, they're mm -hmm. afraid to sit yes. and all of this. And there's a constant, you know, moving away mm -hmm. from and all of that. And I wonder how much I know where there's a lack of ignorance or a lack of knowledge and ignorance is at the bed of it mm -hmm. that you kind of overlook things or just say, well, they just don't know. Uh, but I wonder if the faith community really realize how much we've aided in enhancing mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. demonization yeah. Yeah. of people within our community. Amen. Let's talk about that a little bit. So you, you know, you've talked about the demonization, the need to relearn and reteach. Mm. What is, how do we start in that? Like, what does that look like to start to relearn or reteach and, uh, yeah, change some of these demon type things that have been said or that a lot of us carry because we, you know, got this from our, our mm -hmm. faith communities. Mm -hmm. Where is somewhere that we can start? Somebody who is looking to be better and do better, like how could they start? Well, <laughs> for us as a family, the first thing that we had to do was to learn to not take it so personal. Mm -hmm. okay. We had to learn to not take it so personal because um, uh, ignorance has a way of alienating people. Mm -hmm. So we had to... We had to come to terms that uh, we're going to love people yeah. through this. Right, right. We're going to love people. And love mm -hmm. isn't always easy. Mm -hmm. nope. And love isn't always pretty. Mm -hmm. And love isn't always you do what I want you to do when I want you to do it, how I want you to do it. Mm -hmm. Often love is um, has to be very tolerant, very patient, mm -hmm. long-suffering. Mm -hmm. That's what that piece is about. Mm -hmm. And so we learn to just kind of teach people gradually as we encounter them. And anyone who knows my mother in particular, she is a clean, we call her a clean freak, mm -hmm. you know, so Clorox is her friend. Mm -hmm. And um, so just teaching and, and making people aware that although my brother was diagnosed and when he went through surgeries and all of those different things, that it helped him to see family. Mm -hmm. It helped him to see his friends. Mm -hmm. and, and, that's, and so we just taught patience, yeah. mm -hmm. love, mm -hmm. and just caring about another. And being honest, because, yeah, yeah. you know, we had cousins and people who said, particularly his cousins, because mm -hmm. that's who he ran with, right. that said, ah, I just, because I just didn't know. Didn't know. And yeah. so 
you know, like I just don't want to get it, and yeah. you know, but now you know how you get it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you mm -hmm. see what right. I'm saying? Right. And so when you have those kind of conversations, people are like, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that's how we did it mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> for us as a church, because mm -hmm. we have a we have a health and wellness ministry mm -hmm. within our church. Uh, and for us as a church, what we try to do is make sure that everybody is welcome mm -hmm. and that nobody has a sense of being disregarded because okay. you have whatever it is you have. Because mm -hmm. when he was on that cross, it was for everybody. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we try to um, display in our actions mm -hmm. rather than just our words. Right. Love is an action word. Love is an action. Oh, an action it, it, it really is. Yeah. And people <laughs> want to say it a lot, but people don't want to put the works in to do it. That part. Yeah. Yeah. That part. That part. <laughs> so. and, and Bucci, like, what, what are your thoughts on that? Like, how do, um, what's one thing that you uh, believe could help people uh, to end HIV? related stigma yeah especially within the faith space i would i would certainly have to say uh and agree with apostle uh education okay um mm -hmm. you know there is one common thread that binds all of us all of us have the same problem and it's not money it's not this and it's not that that problem is life is not happening to us the way that we want it to and so if we are to ever improve anything, one of the first things that we are admonished to do is to, to learn, to educate. So I think education is key. Uh, secondly, all of us, every last one of us, are victims of the post-traumatic stress disorder of our parents. Mm. <laughs> and okay. our parents went to church and our parents picked up you know, these kinds of attitudes and behaviors, mm -hmm. these kind of modalities and protocols of behavior that they, they displayed. And we learned them. And so many of us are operating in ignorance. We hate, we dislike, we stigmatize because mama said it, daddy said it, mm -hmm. the community said it, the culture said it. And how you change that, in my opinion, as a monk and also a friend of Jesus, I think that education is key. Right. Education is key. Right. Um, getting to know more about our own individual um, mental health status, uh, getting to know much more about our emotional status. And then also uh, challenging ourselves to, to learn or go beyond what we already know. Mm -hmm. uh, those things are going to help um, help to destigmatize, um, you know, HIV, AIDS, whatever, uh, you know, malady may come to the human species. Um, it's going to take education in order for us to, to improve it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's real talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's real talk. Yeah. But, you know, how many of us <coughs> want to be unlearned, to yeah. relearn? Yeah. Because now yeah. you got to break down belief right. systems. Yep, yep. And yep. you got to challenge. You got not only challenge what you've been taught, mm -hmm. but you got to challenge who you've been taught it by. Right, mm -hmm. right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So they did. I look at it like this. They did the best they could, they could with what they with had. What they had. Right, but right. it is my responsibility yeah. to take it further sure, sure. and to get greater clarity. And 
have an openness for the generation coming after me to explore what's next, what can be enhanced. Is there more to this? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that uh, in, in the Buddhist tradition, one of the things that the Buddha taught us is that all component things have no worth. So basically like all things that come together and consider it, you know, like valuable. Um, it is not, in, it's not valuable by itself, but every little part of the component is the most intricate part, the most valuable part. So unless we all work together, there's really no value in what we're doing. Unless we all learn together, there's really no elevation or matriculation to the next level. We'll just, you know, be riding around in space cars and still stigmatizing, you know, mm-hmm. LGBTQ right. people and people with HIV and AIDS. So or anything else or anything that we else, yeah. anything else that culturally we don't want right. to embrace. Right. And so And it's easier for people to judge as mm-hmm. opposed to think. It's not something that, you know, traditionally <laughs> um we are really strong about it in this nation, never have been, considered that uh, African-Americans are largely disproportionate in, in every aspect. Mm-hmm. So it, it really requires a great deal of, of work in order to educate. And you're going to have to educate through the, uh, through the ignorance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You have to do that and not be afraid of that. So. And that's hard. It is. That's hard. It is. That's hard. That's hard. Yeah. Okay. No, this is, that, was, that was really good. It, what, what it brought up for me was the whole... Or what, what you just said, the different components. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know the scripture, but in the Bible, it says something about like, you know, if you remove the eye, like each part of the yeah. body has its own thing. Sure. But when it's it comes together, sure. it's yeah, the body. Right? Yeah. It's the body. It's the and body. that is how it functions. Yeah. So that's kind of what it made me think about yeah. when you were saying that. So that that's pretty brilliant. Yeah. Um, so why is the bridge between faith and health so important? Hmm. Well, <laughs> I was a, I was a preacher's kid. Um, okay. You know, I was raised in the church, the Baptist church, primitive Baptist church, and I went God into bless Christian. You. Yeah, <laughs> I, I went into Christian ministry. I was a pastor for over twenty years, and at the same time, I was educating myself in Buddhism and various other religions, and so I became well known um, for finding the parallels between religions. And one of the things that, you know, is, is so important is, you know, faith communities coming together, mm-hmm. interfaith mm-hmm. communities. I mean, I think one of the reasons that, you know, our stigmatization continues, some of our ignorance continues is because we aren't being body-ish. You know, we're all components, mm-hmm. separate, okay. doing our own thing, mm-hmm. but uh, we'll never see the the fullness of what can potentially happen unless we we come together yeah so and that requires thinking and that's a difficult thing in this uh in this country people you know follow what is popular what is uh what feels good uh people love that uh 11th commandment thou shall not get caught and so (laughs) (laughs) you know that's uh that's the way we live but it's we got to do the work yeah right yeah but the bottom line is if we're gonna ever see a wholeness, a wellness. We've got to learn that there is a need for each other. Um, Jesus was ridiculed for embracing different people Mm -hmm. throughout the culture. Mm -hmm. I think 
religion in yeah. its supreme way it mm -hmm. thinks mm -hmm. doesn't always want to look at how he said come here right 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 absolutely you know you might be the scum in this yeah. community yeah. but i see greater mm -hmm. you might be the unnecessary in mm -hmm. this sector but i have need of right. you yeah. and i think when we understand that everybody has value mm -hmm. as they're coming to the table. Sure. Mm -hmm. And though that scripture that you were in reference to, as an I, I can't see as well as I need to see if I don't have the attachments to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As sure. a hand, I can't move and do what I need to do without attachments to it. Mm -hmm. When we understand that there's a value to attaching, yeah. Yeah. to carry out a greater good, yeah of humanity. I think we're going to understand, you know what? I have a prejudice against this and our prejudice is just my preference. Mm -hmm. That's all mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. It's just my preference. When we understand I have to work past my preference mm -hmm. for the better good of humanity, mm -hmm. I think we're going to be okay. Yeah. And I think that too, uh, to the apostles uh, point, I think that requires us to, to really embrace, um, Having having an open mind, what does that mm -hmm. look like? I think uh, Dr. Cornell West once once said it best. Uh, what that looks like, um, co-op uh, understanding is not a requisite for cooperation. Mm. <laughs> and so, like, there are some things that we're not going to understand, but uh, to to really go after the person, mm -hmm. you know, those yeah. those things aren't vital. They're not intricate. Those those are things that we can learn. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. But to save the being itself. You know, like you gotta, yeah, understand that. Uh, you don't have to understand it. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things I remember uh, very vividly because I was um, on the verge of being called back to military service when 9/11 happened was after several hours, uh, all the people start coming out of the buildings before mm -hmm. they, you know, uh, and everyone was great, black, white. You know, everyone was great. <laughs> mm -hmm. And they had these distinct like tear lines or blood, you know, and I, I said to myself, that's fascinating. That's that's actually a teachable moment. If we can embrace right. that, like it, the tragedy of it all, mm -hmm. um, people just kind of primordially knew, you know, help each other. So mm -hmm. I think yeah. Yeah, we need to work towards it. Yeah. They remembered that they, they remembered. They remembered that whatever differences you had yeah. didn't matter. It didn't matter. Because the whole matter was we got to get out of this yeah. building. Mortality had a, a tremendous way yeah. to yeah. change those minds. So. And the humane thing for me to do is to help another human yeah. get out. Yeah. Think about how much faster they could have gotten out of the building had everybody been practicing that kind of mm -hmm. openness anyway. Yeah. You know, so. Well. <laughs> Most of the time, we are a reactive Very much uh, so. nation yeah. rather than proactive. proactive. Yeah. 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 What that brings me back to, or what it brings back to me, is what you were saying earlier. Love is an action word. Yeah. Action word. Yeah. So if we're able to love, mm -hmm. you know, and it's funny how tragedy brings about love yeah. every single time. Oh, absolutely. The vision is here, and then something tragic happens. Yeah. And for some reason, we all come together yeah. in love. And we have to work at making that possible <laughs> without the tragedy. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Because yeah. the tragedies are simple reminders yeah. Yeah. that we don't stand alone. That's right. Absolutely. And that we need each other mm -hmm. to make a difference. This country, when we get that, mm -hmm. when we really get that, 
We get it. We gonna understand. You know what? Whether you this side, that side, upside, downside, everybody got something. Yeah. Yeah. To bring to the table, mm -hmm. we have a responsibility. To we'll bring, do better. Yeah. We'll right. do better. It's. I truly believe that when you get um, uh, egos yeah. mm -hmm. under subjection. Mm -hmm. To greater, you're gonna, we're gonna be okay. Yeah, right now, egos are where it really is all mm -hmm. about me. Mm -hmm. yeah. And when we start understanding, no, it's about us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There is a greater yeah. thing that needs to happen with humanity, yeah. you right. know, and so. <sighs> That's right. <laughs> well, I thank you all. This has been a great conversation. Um, I know it could continue. There is <laughs> so much, so much deeper that we could go. But um, I just wanted you all to also let the folks know where they could find you either online, email or or the places of, of worship that you that you work. So well, you? you know, I'm Gloria Samuels. I am the senior pastor of Great Commission Community Church. Uh, located right here in Winston-Salem. We're located at 3733 Ogburn Avenue, uh, right off of 52, right off the, and I, actually, when you look up, approaching Akron Drive, you see the steeple. Okay. So we're located there. We're also located, we're also located um, on Facebook, Great Commission Community Church. We're located there. And then we're located uh, on Instagram and um, you can find uh, different snippets of us on YouTube. So we're just kind of all over the place. Yeah. And um, we want people to, because with COVID, mm -hmm. we have now people in six different states and awesome. one other country. Mm -hmm. And our goal is to build um virtually so that we have a strong virtual family yeah. Yeah. um and so that's where you can find us and uh we um we we invite you to come our worship service starts at 10 uh we're usually out about 11:30 um we have teachings all week we do teachings on just life things mm -hmm. just life things we believe that if you learn basic life principles, yeah. you can touch people yeah. throughout life. Amen. Right. And so, yeah, that's where we are. That's what we're about. And uh, that's why we're here. We're located in a community mm -hmm. that has a lot of disparities. So. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Doing the work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my name is Heiwa Nobushi. Um, I am the teacher in residence at Sadvik Space, which is a Kulin kundalini yoga and uh, meditation community. Um, and I'm the former uh, director and founder of Thomasville Buddhist Center, uh, which was the first uh, African-American owned and operated Buddhist center in the entire state and on the Eastern seaboard. Uh, you can find me on Google, Wikipedia, just type in anywhere, uh, just type in Bushi and uh, yeah, there I am. <laughs> Bushi, you yes. can find him. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you all so much thank again you. for joining us for Table Talk. Uh, and until next time, thank you. <laughs>